Check, check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One take, JD. Gotta do what you've always done. Be who you've always been. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. Dude. All right, you let me know. You let me know when you're ready. I'm good to go. You ready? Let's get it. All right, yo, what's up? You already know what it is. It's your boy, D. Starks. Starks, the artist. You are now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. We back, man. We here. 47. Y'all know what it is? <laughs> 47 episodes in. Yo, I didn't get to... T- we didn't get to tell y'all last week, because I don't think we even knew. But, of course, we took a week off. Well, yes. we didn't tell y'all last episode. Of course, last week, we took a week off. Um, we were just like resting, honestly, like getting yeah. prepared for the next or this last six months of the year. Um, and we honestly we needed it. Like we've been working hard, yeah. feeling a bit burnt out. Um, so I decided to like you know take some of my own advice. You know? It was funny because I was talking to my mom about it, and she's like, "What's wrong? You know, your mom just be knowing what's wrong." That's crazy every time. Yeah, I'm saying she's like, "Yo, come talk to me." I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> she's like, "Yo, what's wrong?" I'm like, "Nah, it's nothing." I'm like, "Nah, I'm just I'm just really tired." And she was like. <laughs> bro, she really tried to come from my deck, but she was like, "How you gonna tell? How you gonna be out here telling people how to rest and you don't even do it yourself?" Nah, your own mom's calling you a hypocrite. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and that just reminded me of when we did. Um, dang, what was that? What was it? Uh, what was the episode called? You know what I'm talking about? I do, I do, I do. Why can't ah? I can't remember the title of it, but we did an episode basically all surrounding uh, concerning burnout. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I just had to remind myself and take my own advice, and so we decided to take. A week off. Thank y'all for y'all's patience. But one thing, what's it called? It's called I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah. It was I'm over it. But one thing that um and we took it we took a real rest too, like a two, a true break. Like I don't think we posted really on anything at yeah. all, which was which was good. We, yeah. we actually took a trip. We're with our uh, our good friends in Nashville. But um something that I really that but something that I got from this time that we had kind of like taken off is it was funny because jordan he has something on his lock screen that i saw the other day and it's literally it just it's just a black screen and in the middle of it it says privilege and white and i was confused i'm like is that what do you mean is that white privilege bro bro asked me he's like what's your lock screen that means white privilege i'm like bro what what?" i was so confused and then you know i'd asked him and what was you what was it yeah so basically like over like that break that we took the word privilege just kept ringing in my mind it was just god reminding me that like what i get to do and and not even just the podcast but just getting to serve god getting to worship him and be like a child of god is a privilege and it's crazy how we treat something so extraordinary so casually mm. and we could easily slip in and out of that like treating it like you know treating god like he's on the back burner and everything so like he just kept ringing in my head like this is a privilege and you have to treat it like it is so that's basically what i learned from that little break that we took that little sabbatical we had yeah and i saw that and it literally reminded me of the same thing and I had, I guess I had lost that thought. I had lost that sentiment in my heart, but it was literally, I mean, not even a month or two ago, I had said that. I don't know where it came from. It was just like, yo, serving, it's a privilege to it serve is. God. Yeah. It, it really is. Not in the sense that, you know, it's only, it's exclusive to a certain group of people because everyone has the ability to opt in, mm. but not everyone chooses to do so. And it's, it is a genuine, it's a genuine privilege to be able to do just to, to be a child of God, to serve him, right? And to walk in the gift that he's given all of us. Like, and even for me, like the gift that he's given me, the platform that I have. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to be reminded of that 
And that's just brought me like a new type of energy and focus to like what he's given me and what he's pushing me toward. Because sometimes, like Jordan said, a bit, we can, what God's, what God gives us, we can see more as a burden than it is a gift. Yeah. Where we can get into like the sacrifice, what we have to put down, the mm-hmm. relationship that we have to leave, the time we have to put in, the lights, we, the nights we don't have to sleep, right. right? All those things we have to do for other people. And we forget the fact that, yo, this is genuinely, genuinely a privilege mm-hmm. to do what we're all able to do, right, for God. And, and so, and sometimes I feel like it, it takes you stepping back to realize that mm-hmm. and to kind of, you know, re- recalibrate what your mind is. And I've even, on a, on a smaller level, I've even been changing my language because one of my friends, shout out to them, they noticed that I would start saying stuff like i have to record today or i mm. i have to get in my word today I, I have to and she she was like no like you get to i was like i was like dang dang who said that ken dog <laughs> <laughs> that's that's i was fire. like i was like you know what? you're right and like she like that kind of just made me realize like okay let me let me even start changing my language even like i i get to do this this is this is a privilege so yeah. you get to we are able to and so yeah that's changed my perspective so much so yeah whoever that's for i just wanted to share that because yeah. that was such a highlight for me um and yeah so that that's big the rest was amazing um so i appreciate y'all's patience with us and giving us the time to like grow evolve and just like you know take a break but there was something i wanted to before we knew that we were (laughs) so look y'all before i knew we weren't going to record or drop an episode next week there was something i wanted to share so we were (laughs) this is about you so we were so me and jordan no jordan went live i think this was like a day after we dropped the last episode or something like that and basically he was i guess he was telling his story about how he had had arby's that day did you were you talking about it or did i bring it up no i was i was talking i I said something about it earlier so he was talking about how he had (laughs) how he had arby's and i was like that's complete blasphemy like bro really had arby's so i had got on and i just i shared my piece about like how I'm literally, you know, I don't know what I, I was running some errands, right? And this is a little story time. I can skip it if y'all need to. Talk to I like these. Um, so we were, <laughs> I was just running some errands, right? I get back to the crib just casually. It's a nice, you know, Friday, Saturday, you know, s- sky's blue, sun's right. out. I'm feeling great. Amazing, cool, right? Cool. I casually walk into the crib as I always do through the front door. You know, I open, you know, I use my key, open the door, right? And so I'm just, you know, I'm casually walking in. As one does. Right, of course. And then to my right, you know, is where our dining room is, you know, when I walk in and I see that the light's on. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Someone must be in here possibly eating or, you know, just you know just living life and so i wanted to go in there and greet them so as i like you know take these steps to go into this dining room right because i can't i can't see yet i walk in and i see jordan with an arby's bag let's not say a cheddar roast beef sandwich i don't know what bro was eating and he was happy Nah, bro was so happy eating this Arby's, bro. Had the curly fries no. and everything, like just like smashing this into his mouth. And no, I'm like, but bro, hear me out. Hear me what out. is ha- like Arby's, bro? bro? Hear me out. No, no, no. Though, and it wasn't like it was late either. Like, bro, had this this was like four p.m. in the afternoon. Like, it wasn't like there was in any other restaurants open, bro. Hear me out though. Like, I, I wasn't. No, no, no. no. Okay, okay. Let me talk. Let me talk. I wasn't happy because it was Arby's. I was happy because it was free. <laughs> No, like don't get it twisted, and and you know the Chick Fil A, the Chick Fil A on our so basically we have a strip like right by our house, and there's a bunch of restaurants or whatever, and Chick Fil A is on the strip. That's where I usually go. It's to go to, but it's closed down for renovations. So cool, I drive past the Chick Fil A. I'm like, dang, it's closed down. I can't get Chick Fil A. Popeye's line is mad long. I'm not about to wait in the Popeye's line. I'm not gonna go to KFC. It's, it's Arby's over KFC, right? 
It has to be so 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 I'm cool. So I'm like I'm about bro, to just there's go to Taco Bell on this strip, bro. We I don't rock a Taco Bell. I don't rock a Taco Bell. There's Taco Bell. There's Blaze, bro. <laughs> oh God. There's 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 Blaze. I mean, shoot. There's Riley's, I got okay. At the, okay, McDonald's. okay, okay. At the end of the day, I caught I got caught red-handed. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, there was other options. <laughs> I tried to talk my way out of it. Um, there was other options. I'm gonna be real. I chose Arby's uh of my own my own free will. Um, what do you mean it was free though? Uh, someone gave me money for it. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. why I was happy it was free food. But, but I mean, none, nonetheless, like, I just thought that was complete, like, Arby, the, tell me, and no hate if you still eat Arby's to each their own, but like, <laughs> is that not crazy, y'all? I just had to say my two cents on that. That's God, little, God restores. That's God restores. God that's, restores. That, that's the little story time for that. I like those. <laughs> that's crazy. Just, I'm just going to be joking. <laughs> we're going to start doing bro. that. That's you actually have one you can say about me, but we're going to have to. We are ten minutes. Oh, yeah, straight to us. <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah, y'all let me know in the comments. Is Arby's not crazy as a lunch option? Out of all things you can get, just let me know. And I just be make sure I'm not bro, crazy. And be real about it, because I know some of y'all be munching on some Arby's, and if you do, I'm not judging you. Just know that they sliders right? go crazy. Nonetheless, though, they all right, let's get into it. So look, <laughs> it's been too long. I feel good being back in front oh, of yeah, the camera, for sure, man. But um, so man, today we're gonna be really talking about. So title of this one is Why Not Be You? Mm. And this was prompted by a conversation me and Jordan had after the last episode that we uh, had dropped. And we were kind of talking about how like sometimes Christians, the Christian community can put people in a box of how they can express themselves in terms of their personality, their interest and the passions that they have. And that sometimes it feels like as a Christian, you have to be a certain way right. and not in terms of like you know being like christ but in terms of like yo like you can't have an interest in this mm. or that or god can't be there's no way god can be glorified in this area or that and sometimes you can feel like you're like i said you're just in a box yeah. you're restricted and you can't move and the other day i was just answering some questions on my story and someone had asked me you know what's one of the biggest le- some lessons that i have learned i guess up until this point of this year and I said, there, there's honestly been so many, but one thing that I've really been learning, and this is this is what I said, is the fact that I don't have to censor myself uh, or the true, truest version of who I am to make other people comfortable, mm. right? Who and what God has for me can only come to me if I'm actually being me. That's a bar. And, and I concluded with the fact, uh, the question of why not be you? Mm. And, you know, we, we said it before, but God can't heal who you pretend to be. But he can't bless that person either. He cannot. He can't. He can't. He can't elevate that person either, mm. right? Because God can't get what He's intended for you if you're not actually being you. Because mm-hmm. purpose can only be unlocked by. Because purpose can only be unlocked by being me, not the mask I'm putting on trying to right. get through the door that's the key the all the, the, the you right you know how like you got the face id on your your, right, your iphone right. no and you know back yeah. in well i guess it's still somewhat COVID times but back when it's really COVID times you had the mask on and you couldn't get access to your phone you couldn't unlock the phone why because it couldn't recognize you mm. it, it couldn't recognize you therefore you couldn't get access to what you needed <laughs> That's that's a that's a good bro. That's a bar. <laughs> so I I do believe that there's some levels mm-hmm. people have not gotten to or can't progress in or take the next step toward because there's a mask there's on. A mask on. 
Ugh. You're you're not you're not being the truest version of yourself, authentic to your passions, your interests, and right. all God all God's made you to be, right? And then I was thinking about that and I asked myself the question of like, yo, how can you be all who God has called you to when parts of yourself are hidden? Mm. And not in the sense of you hiding some type of sin or the right. depravity of who you are or your past or nothing like that. I'm just saying like hiding yo, like hiding yourself in the sense of like you know this is an interest that i have like yo like i want to be a part of this or i want to do this yeah. in this way or disregard and so yeah i mean i i've been asked that question that's what i was thinking about it's just the fact that yo like god has given us like all our personalities for a reason and sometimes like you know people say <laughs> like christians can be like corny sometimes and inauthentic and i think it's because we don't see our personality as a gift, mm. right? What what God's put in us like inherently of like what our interests are yeah. as a gift. And we feel like we have to conform or leave those behind when we come to salvation when God mm-hmm. wants to actually use that for his glory. Right. And the fact that, yo, like the different things that we have and that we've been given, God wants us to like enjoy life, mm-hmm. right? Within itself and also indulge in like what the, the passions that are, inside of us right that are that are of him right that are of his not just like our sinful passions but the ones that he's given us um and there's a scripture in ecclesiastes that i wanted to uh, mention and point out that i didn't know was here i was reading through ecclesiastes but i didn't get this far but it's in uh ecclesiastes 8:15. it says so i commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and to be glad then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of their life god has given them under the sun and so i thought that was interesting because sometimes i think christians don't think you can you you can have fun like you can just chill and like yo like if you want to create whatever it is like yo like do that you know sometimes we miss that and it's literally like yo god has given not only died for our sins he died for us to have life and that to the full more abundantly which is the enjoyment of it right but sometimes we can't always access that because there's this mass that we're putting on, right? They're mm-hmm. stri- restricting us from indulging in like things that not aren't sin, right? Um, that are so, so, so God wants us to actually like you know be a part of. Yeah, and I think um, another issue with that is like some people are looking for that very same thing that you're hiding away, you know, that creative idea that you have or that whatever whatever that looks like. There are people out there who who need that and are looking looking for that. So you never want to miss out on those people. But another issue or wall that I hit with this conversation is just not even recognizing the er- the error in the mask. And for me, and me allowing myself to sit in the box because I, f- I thought that it was God who made it. So basically, I think we we have this mental construct of what God's will is in, in, in our minds. And instead of allowing that to be solely built on God's words, sometimes we've allowed people to slip their two cents in or their like rendition of, of what God's will into this construct. But I think you have to get to the point where you create a, a divide between the two and, and you have to know God's word, which we've talked about before, because I mean, if you don't know what God is saying, people are going to try to attempt to say it for him. And I was watching this TikTok video and this guy was talking about how like man hasn't always been the best middleman. Because at the end of the day, God is greater than man's knowledge of him. So if you're allowing what people are saying to, you know, determine how God uses your gifts, how God uses your talents, then I think at the, at the end of the day, that's kind of like putting putting a ceiling on where you can really go with it, you know. And in certain 
situations i think it can limit your creativity and yeah even even personally personally for me i make music and i have certain songs that i made a while back that i just decided never to put out because i was i was stuck in this mindset of oh like you know what are people going to say about it or what are the people going to think about it when like i said earlier like someone could could have really needed that idea or that this this um this idea for the song i had so i think you can't you got to create a divide between okay what is God's will and how does he want to use my gifts and, and kind of separate that from, okay, how are people saying God should use my gifts? Yeah. Because I think we, I think that's good because sometimes I guess I mentioned, I touched on this a little bit, but the fact that like not all your passions or interests are inherently sinful. I I've, I've had to really learn. And this is like very recently. Mm -hmm. I mean, talking like a week ago that it's not an accident. It's not. It's not an accident, right? That you have this interest in whether that be like fashion, whether that be content, that be mm -hmm. art, that be finance, that be entertainment, media, like whatever it is. It's not an accident. It's not that you're so drawn to that, that you're pulled to that, and God can get His glory through whatever that is. And sometimes we don't think that that's the case and that's really what this conversation is really about in terms of like personal like personality and gifting and like allowing that be, being authentic to that yeah. because it's not inherently bad it's not right and i don't know if i mentioned this on a podcast before but something that i had heard not too long ago i can't remember where it's from but it's the fact that god has all given us a gift that's meant to reveal who he is god has all given us a gift that is meant to reveal who he is so if I'm not stepping, if I'm not nurturing and or developing my gift, I could be limiting the revelation of him. Mm. Right. And so, you know, that that's that that's that's another thing that I also wanted to like put emphasis on is the fact that, yo, like, you know, you can be a Christian and, you know, want to just like make content about shoes right right about fashion mm -hmm. about style or you can be a christian and be just into art inherently and what it is and not always be pressured for it to look a certain way or it has to be this or that um because god can get his glory through anything and exactly and, and that's the box that i'm talking about that we're mentioning like the box that people can feel like they're put in because i think sometimes in the church it's like yo you can it only it only can look a certain way right right it's got to look like a preach or it's got to look like a sermon or it's got to look like this for it to be godly or for god to be glorified through it and that's just not the case um and i was listening to somebody talk about this and they were basically saying that you can see god in everything mm. i thought that was powerful and they was basically talking about just a small example of like yo like if you have an if you have an artist um, a painter, right? Uh, a Christian, a Christian painter, like say they, you know, they have faith in God, right. and say they make some type of piece that had that doesn't necessarily have any object in it that is a cross or represents Christianity. It's just uh, a canvas of, let's say, a sunset, mm -hmm. right? You can look at that piece of art and you can see God in it. You can look at the colors and just like look and, and then just think to yourself of like, dang, like, look how God has put colors together. Right. How he created this or how he created the construct mm -hmm. of even drawing for our intellect to make this happen or how he even created the sun in this way and how yellow represents this and that. Like ev in everything you can find God in it. Right. 
whether that whether it be like yo it doesn't even though that picture didn't have a cross in it didn't have a crown a crown of thorns didn't have jesus and it didn't have a bible yo that still inherently can glorify him and even like in romans 120 because i just found the scripture it says that for since the creation of the world god's invisible qualities his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse Right. So his invisible qualities of like who he is, his his character, his person, his personality has always been present throughout creation and everything. And so, yeah, like that's really that's like really just the emphasis and the point of like, yo, like if you have like a passion or an interest in whether that be like tech or like finance, you'll like mm-hmm. pursue that. I think like the church in some ways has pushed so many people that it always has to look like being behind the pulpit mm-hmm. or having a mic in your hand or just serving within the church when God wants every people like we've mentioned before. And it happens on Monday, like us to go out into all the world. Right. And just understanding that there's nothing wrong with that and coming to grips with that. Cause there's going to be a lot of sectors of people who don't agree with that right. and want to like push you back into like, bro, no, just get in the church. Mm. Like no get no bro like you need to you need to stop you you need to stop being so worldly right <laughs> like what you know what I mean like whenever you're actually taking steps to like impact the world and glorify God in certain areas it's gonna be like that type of that type of like uh like uh resistance right um and so just not not allowing that to restrict you from the areas God wants you to go into and what He's like inherently put inside you yeah I think. People, I just now I'm thinking about it. It's so funny because people are so like everything happens for a reason until it comes to this conversation, you know. And like you were kind of saying, it's like even down to like where you grew up, the area you grew up in, like the talents you have, desires you have, like all of that was deliberately placed in your life, deliberately happened for a reason. Um, and this reminds me of Preston Perry. Like I watched a like, couple of videos of his. Like I always keep up with him. And at one point, he was talking about how he's from like Chicago and stuff and he has like certain mannerisms based on like where he grew up and everything. And then how, and how like when he stepped into the church, people tried to kind of take away all of that, Mm. you know, and try to take away all of that. But then he said, no, I realized that part of my ministry was where I grew up. Part of my ministry is, is certain things that I learned and got from the neighborhood I grew up in, you know? So it's like, you can't, you learn lessons from all of that and you can't allow you stepping into this this walk with God to kind of strip away all of those things that you got from that season. You know what I mean? And recognize that he wants to use that and he yeah. can use that for his glory. Like even those manuals that he, that person has to like go and speak to different sectors of people that other people may not even touch or know how to empathize with, but he does. And that, and that actually reminds me, Miles Minnick, um, he's a, he's a CHH artist. He was, he actually said something very similar. I was right. watching a podcast that he did and he was basically talking about like, he's from, uh, He's from like LA, yeah. like you know the rougher parts of LA, like Compton, like and all that. And so like whenever he was growing up, he was into like the sound that it had, like in terms of, like the eight oh eights and like the beats and all exactly. that, and that structure. And whenever he came to Christ and started doing the Christian thing, like people try to push him away from that sound mm-hmm. that was in him and that he like loved so much. Mm-hmm. And um he he basically said the same thing, like, no, like, no, like God has given this, he's put this inside me, mm-hmm. like this interest, this passion, this this um, to draw me to this type of sound for a reason to use it for his glory and that's what right. he does and puts into he infuses with his music is where he grow where he grew up the sound of that and what he genuinely enjoys and likes and he uses that in his music to glorify God yeah I think that's really good because I mean 
what that's what'll happen is like a lot of people will make you try to feel bad for being yourself and you know and staying true and standing standing tall on those things that you feel so strongly about um but at the end of the day you're either pleasing god or you're pleasing man you know uh like paul was talking about in galatians like galatians 110 am i now trying to you know win the approval of human beings or of god am i trying to please people if i was trying to please people i wouldn't be a servant of christ you know and i think what what man says and what god says will almost always directly oppose each other there's a scripture in proverbs 16 it says in their hearts humans plan the plan their course but god established their steps so it's painting this picture of okay man is going to be doing this but ultimately god has something for you something something usually something that's different right so it's like god thinking one way and man thinking another and and i think that that poses a problem that's where the issue lies because your relationship with god and your relationship with people and the ones you love and your community are hold a lot of weight in your life like even when god created adam he said it's not good that adam is alone created eve for adam so those are the two most important relationships that you ever have so i think what man says and what god says like sometimes we can allow what man says to to hold a greater weight in our life than what god has to say but ultimately like we have to we have to the god's word has to trump everything else because he's he he's our creator it says like we were created in his image and his likeness so ultimately like everything that we have inside of us is something that is meant to depict him in a way so we have to be following man following god listening to god not following man listening to man no yeah that's a you know that's that's a good reminder something that we you know we definitely love to preach and always talk about is making sure that you know we're following god for you know what he's saying and not allowing like the words of men to to corrupt that in any way or get in the way of that and something that when it comes to like you know people whenever you come to christ or people wanting you to necessarily change your your personality or you know, how god's made you there was there was this article that i had looked up um before you know do, just getting notes ready for the podcast that i found really interesting um and the title of it is do i have to change my personality to be like christ and a point that they mentioned is the fact the life of a Christian includes change, but do I have to stop being me? Mm. And I'm going to link it in the description because it was so good. It's like a quick, it's a five minute read. It's really quick. But basically in, in this, in this article, it was talking about how we, we do have um, a corrupt nature, right? A, a corrupted nature um, and a corrupted heart that needs to be f- purified, right? By God. Right. So like I said, like, so that's why I say said earlier, not all our passions and interests are inherently evil because a lot of them are right uh, in terms of like our flesh and, yeah. you know, just being in our flesh and the sin that we do want to indulge in or that we're always fighting with trying to like crucify. So but let me, you know, make that disclaimer that we're not saying that like every desire that you have is like in this good. Right. Mm-hmm. We're saying the ones that God has given you. Right. That it's not us in our flesh are the ones that we should be pursuing and nurturing and developing. But um, I thought that was just so good. Like the life of a Christian includes change. But do I have to stop being me? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, you have to make sure that you're you're purifying yourself. You're crucifying your flesh. 
and the worldly desires, earthly desires, so you can follow the desires of God, right? And then from then, you can be the complete, the the truest version and purest version of yourself because sin is no longer blocking your mind. Right. So you don't have to worry about, yo, is this corrupt? Is my heart not in the right place? Because you know you're walking right with God. Right. Exactly. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And so this is something that it said in there that I wanted to highlight says becoming like christ requires us to purify ourselves in obedience to god's word we follow jesus example of condemning sin in our own flesh by doing this we become like him we are freed out of we are freed from things like fear of man uh anxiety jealousy impurity pride and selfishness and we increase in jesus's virtues at every day yeah and this is the part right here that really took out to me it says sin no longer binds and restricts our thoughts and actions we are free to be ourselves and can be confident in that which we do and say out of a out of a pure heart no matter what personality we possess right so of course not only can sin like disrupt our relationship with God, push us further away from him, but it can push us away from, like I said, like I mentioned, the purest version of ourselves, right? Because whenever we allow God to purify our hearts and who we are, we're crucifying our, our flesh, it no longer blinds my thoughts and actions. Mm-hmm. So, and when I know I'm right with God, I know what's coming out of me is going to glorify him. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I, ha- if I have this uh, inherent passion of music, right? Whether that be like hip hop, mm-hmm jazz r&b yo from this passion once i create right from a place of being right with god i know whatever that looks like can always reveal who he is Mm. right and so you know that's what I, w- I wanted to mention as well. Like that, that question I started up like, yo, do I have to change my personality to be like Christ? Or when I come to God, right. Does that, do I have to stop being me? Mm. And no, he wants you to be you, right. He's made us all very distinct individuals in terms of our character, our mannerisms, right. how we act, what we like and don't, don't like. And he wants to use that for his glory, but he wants to use that in the context of us having a pure heart and walking right with him. And once we're in that place, yo, we can rest assured that no matter what personality we have, we possess or passion that's in us, we know that that is going to, it's going to be of God because we're like in a continual, like we always talk about heart check mm-hmm. of what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so, yeah, I wanted to mention that like, cause I thought like that was a good point just in terms of like, you know, being in right standing with God, we can be very confident in the fact that, yo, like the this interest that I have in this area or that or that is going to it's good, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't have to like question that or like be in some box of like, no, I can't do this, I can't do that, of what other people are trying to tell me. Or even myself of like hindering myself and putting that mask on of like, nah, I don't even like this or like I'm trying to be like real churchy or whatever. Right. So yeah, like, you know, it comes down to like why not why not be you why not be you why not be you don't let people put you in some box mm-hmm. of how God's gonna get His glory through you and what that looks like because it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be so di- so many different ways for so many different people mm-hmm. right and I think our generation is really breaking that box of what that looks like oh yeah for sure and so I'm just no, it's just been on our mind and what we've been talking about with a lot of other people of like feeling that though, that, that restriction of like, dang, if I step out in this area right here and like, if I do start doing fashion, or just this music or right. if it's tech, if it's just business or like whatever art, like, yo, can't, is that, is that going to be acceptable? Mm. But yeah, why not, why not be you? 
Yeah, was, you got anything else for people? My yeah, bad. I was just saying, like, I, I was actually having a conversation with someone recently, and they were talking about how they, they felt like, like, a, like they were a chameleon, and they felt like... It was like every every different place that they went, different environments, it was like they were changing themselves to sort of fit in or changing themselves to sort of fit the mold of, of what so good. What, what other people have to say. And I just feel like that's a, I, I was there at one point and I'm still like not all the way where I need to be. But it, I feel like it's so draining always submitting to how you feel other people view you and submitting mm. to like how they want to see you instead of just being you, you know, so like why not? Why not be yourself? Like you're already stressed out. It's, it, I know it's draining. I've been there, you know. And if you're listening and you've been there, like I know how it is. Like why not be you? It's a lot less pressure. It really is. And God gets a lot more glory from it. So that's kind of just what I want to. So no, yeah. Going off of that, there was um, this artist. His name is Westside Boogie. He just recently dropped an album. It was called More Black Superheroes. And the idea behind the album is the fact that his entire life or most of his life, he's always felt like he's had to compartmentalize who he was in different spaces. So, like, around his boys, around his hood, he had to be, right, the real, um, I guess, the, the protector, right, mm-hmm. tough guy, more assertive. And then around his, his kid, he had to be a certain type of way. Then around, right, maybe his, his significant other, he had to be more vulnerable or in, in some facets or in the, in the music industry, he had to be this way or whatever. He was basically saying that, all these different parts and sides of him, of his personality and interest were all like powers mm-hmm. in a way. And whenever he was completely, when he was authentically himself, when all these sides of his personality were on display, when he was all of who he was in one setting all the time was when he became a superhero. Mm-hmm. So the idea of like more more black more black superheroes is the fact that yo, we're multifaceted individuals, right? We have different interests of what we do and who we are. We don't have to compartmentalize this to fit a certain room or what Christians want us to be like right here and right what what they don't want us to be like in this area. Like yo, we can just be the truest form mm. right of who we are and what God's given us right in the context of like you know us being purified and like what God wants out of us of course and yeah and not have to be tied down to this like Christian box if it has to look like this or look like that right you know yeah and like Jordan was saying with the chameleon like example because it, it it gets it gets tiring right I like it, it gets really tiring that's what I've learned like even for myself um trying to like I said earlier centering myself and who I am in different spaces you know because I felt that way like oh like I can't express this interest that I have in this group mm-hmm. right of Christians because they're gonna think that I'm not holy enough right. I'm a second class Christian or I'm not doing this right or whatever or when I get around these people I can't do x y and z because they're gonna see me as whatever mm-hmm. like it's I guess tiring. So like now I'm just conforming, right? And there's a difference between like being like I guess I don't know another phrase to another phrase for it, but like being empathetic to different environments, or adapt- and then completely yes, adapting, adapting, adapting. That's the word. Adapting to different environments and then completely conforming or transforming right. yourself for them, right? Like there's a distinct difference. Was really a whole nother conversation, but yeah, I feel like I was just like completely just like disregarding who i am to like fit the mold of what they wanted me to be mm-hmm. right so yeah like that's it 
Why why not be you? Why not? Why not? Is that all you had? That's all I got. Yeah, why why not be you? Like I said earlier, who and what God has for you can only come if you're actually being you. Why not be you? You're the key. It's the key. But that's it, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what's up. Look, we back. We ready. We're super excited for the last six months of the year. Um, we locked in. Yeah, we 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 gonna be we we locked in. We back. We got y'all back every Thursday the rest of the year. We on top of it. We're excited. Stay tuned. Appreciate the love and support always. And let's get it. Stay you. Stay real. And stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.